Welcome to week four of Advent. This week we are talking about love, and the greatest of these is love. We're talking about Advent, and Advent celebrates the arrival of Jesus onto this world and all of the things that that brings us. Today we're talking about love. Why is love so important? All you need is love. You have all of these things that consistently come through in this culture, but there is one thing that's greater in God, and that is the fact that God is love. Welcome to Church Public. My name is Matt Odegaard, and let's get started. Again, welcome back to Church Public. Thank you so much for joining me here today. This is week four of Advent. This week we're talking about love. If you missed the other three weeks, go to churchpublic.com or any of the podcast platforms and you can listen to them there. Thank you so much for supporting, for being part of this. I really appreciate it. As we're almost at the end of the year, I just appreciate all of the support that I've received as you have tuned in and uh, and commented and, and reviewed and shared. It really helps. I am just trying to help other people understand what is going on in this crazy world. I had a conversation with a person this morning who listened to a couple of episodes and just remarked that it's good to know. It's good to know what's going on because otherwise you wouldn't. And if you know what's going on, then you know how to live, how to deal with this crazy world in a biblical way. That's my hope. But today what we're talking about is Advent. And Advent is super important because it reminds us of who Jesus is and why that's important. What is this all about? And Christmas, of course, is about Jesus primarily. It really is mostly about Jesus. And unfortunately, in this culture, it's about all kinds of other things and presents and gifts and Santa and all of this other stuff. And instead, in addition to maybe, but maybe instead of all of that, it just needs to be about Jesus. So this week we're talking about love. Uh, I have a great Christmas carol for you today. I'm not going to sing it, but it is O Holy Night, where the writer says, Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Just a wonderful carol, a wonderful verse to remind us that God is the one who has taught us to love one another. So there's a couple different levels that we're going to talk about in love today really quickly. And the first is that God has loved us. If you want to know how to love one another, you have to look at the love that God has sent, literally sent to this earth and the life of love that God has sent in his son, Jesus. Jesus lived this life. He showed us love. He showed us how to love. And Jesus paid the ultimate price for our sins. This is all about love. It isn't a love of words. It isn't a love of tasks. It's a love that says, I will love you to literal death, no matter what. I will do everything that is required to show love. And we respond by loving others because Jesus has first loved us. We're going to look at a verse about that in a moment. But I just want to, again, think about Christmas. It's all about God. It's all about God's love. Some of us have, I think, trouble understanding this concept. We think God is some great big Santa Claus uh, that just gives you whatever you want whenever you ask for it and you pray to get something and then God gives that to you. Or, on the other hand, we think God is some absent dictator that just kind of like dropped us off on the world or dropped the world off and started it spinning or whatever and now he's at the country club vacationing and... And that's the end of it. And God isn't isn't here and he isn't interested and he doesn't care. Um, you, you get that 
you get that response a lot. I get that response a lot when you talk about the problem of evil, the problem of suffering in this world. How can God allow suffering? And my quick response, I'm not going to do a full apologetic on that right now because this is all about Advent, but the quickest response is you wouldn't know what evil was if you didn't know what good is. You wouldn't know what hate is if you didn't know what love is. And the reason we know what love is is because of how much God has loved us. Um, it is much, much more complicated than that. I completely understand. But both of those sides, whether it's some nice Santa Claus just giving you whatever you want or some malevolent God that's just laughing when you suffer, neither of those are true. Neither of those are God. And we know who God is specifically. There's a lot of verses that we could talk about, but specifically the event of Jesus coming to this world tells us who God is. God loved us enough to send his son to be the bridge, be the salvation that we cannot get on our own. And that's the super important thing that we need to understand. And that's the beauty of Christmas. That is the beauty of Christmas, right? God showed himself uh, to this world, to us, in a way we could understand. It's human form. God sent his son Jesus in human form. So we how, could see how God would act on this earth. We, could, we don't have to guess about this anymore. We don't have to wonder what God would be like. We don't have to wonder what we're supposed to do. We don't have to wonder what would Jesus do. We know what Jesus did. We know what Jesus would do. It's all in the New Testament, and we have that, and we can see that, and we can read that uh, whenever we want. And if you haven't already, read the gospel story, especially the beginning as we're getting to Christmas. Read Luke 1, 2, uh, and beyond, uh, or, or read the genealogy of Matthew and how God planned all of this out from hundreds of years before uh, and even longer. This is the greatest gift God has given, the gift of his son. And that's the really important thing, this idea that God has given us this gift. John 3.16, uh, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. John 3.17, and he didn't come into this world to destroy the world, to condemn the world, but to save the world through Jesus. God the Father sent Jesus into this world not to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. We often read John 3.16. We don't often read John 3.17, but it's really important to understand because, again, in that idea that God is just a dictator that's, you know, either hands off or trying to kill everybody, John 3.17 reminds us that, 16 and 17 together reminds us that God is love and he came to save. If you doubt that God loves you, look at Jesus. Look at the child born into this world as a baby. Look at Jesus, the man who taught and healed and preached and... Uh, he healed disease. He healed sickness. He walked among the people. He talked with the people. Look at Jesus, the Savior, who suffered and died on the cross for you and for your sins. Look at Jesus, the King, who rose from the dead, who went to heaven and will come back one day in a triumphant entry so that we can be together with him forever. And I, I love this, Romans 8, nothing can separate you from God's love. This is such a great, uh, it's such a great thought that, that Paul has given us, that nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. Um, Paul says, I am convinced, neither death, life, angels, demons, present, future, uh, powers, height, depth, anything. Basically, he just, he's listing all of these different things, but there is nothing um, it's not a comprehensive list, but it's meant to signify that there is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Romans 8, 38, 39, and following and surrounding. And the Christmas story is just all about 
love. God so loved the world. He gave his son so we wouldn't perish. We would have eternal life with him. And that's not where the story ends. I also, I, I run into Christians a lot who think, you know, just believe and receive or accept and, and then you're good and you have your bus pass and you get into heaven and, and whatever. But there is more. Jesus is not physically here now, but he will come back one day. And so people think they're just waiting for that day or that day is, is the only thing they need to worry about. But that's not God's plan. You can read through, again, Matthew, the end of Matthew, and know that we're supposed to do the things that God has for us to do. Ephesians 2, God created works in advance for you to do on this earth. He has a ministry for you, has skills for you, has things for you to do. And, uh, I mean, you know, the Great Commission, go and make disciples. There's a lot of places where God says there are things for you, the believer, the average, normal believer, not just pastor, not just whatever, deacon, elder, there are things for you to do now. So don't just sit around. Don't just do nothing. And as God says, as Jesus says, sorry, love God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength and love one another. We're supposed to love as God loved us. That's the biggest part of our job right now as followers of Jesus is to love one another because of God's love for us. 1 John 4, 10, this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son. His son is an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Since God loved us, we should love one another. No one has seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. I love that picture. You cannot see God right now. You can't see Jesus right now. But if you love, people see a glimpse of God in you. That's such a wonderful picture of God's love in us today. God's love is made complete in us. So God's love comes first. God's love created the world. God's love promised a savior. God's love sent his son. God's love led to Jesus dying on the cross. And of course, God's love will bring Jesus back. But right now, we're in that period in the middle where God's love comes first and our love follows. God's love for others follows as a response to God's love for us. It should just kind of come out of you. It should just be part of what happens. If you understand how much God loves you, when you see other people, your eyes are open to how much God loves them. You should love others in return. God sent his son, Jesus, to die, and you should love people too. Christmas is not just a reminder of how much God loves you, but how much you can love others. Is there someone you need to reach out to or help this Christmas? Is there somebody you need to forgive this Christmas. God showed his love for us by sending his son into the world as a sacrifice for our sins. How will you show your love to others this Christmas? This has been a wonderful time. We have one more Advent coming up that is Christ, so stay tuned for that because Jesus really is the center of all this and we'll wrap all of these four Advent weeks into the final Advent week. Thank you for being with me on this journey. Again, if you missed the previous weeks, go to churchpublic.com, go to any of the podcast platforms and look for Church Public. The Advent messages are there. They're brief. They're not as long as regular episodes because I just wanted to help you understand that there's a lot going on here, and we need to focus on Jesus. Jesus is truly the reason for the season, and we've got to focus on him in hope, joy, love, peace, all of these things. And then, of course, Jesus is the real reason for the season. Thanks for tuning into Church Public today. Merry Christmas, and God bless, and as always, keep the faith.